one. What's going on, everybody? You've got the cardboard coach here with your boy, Coach Co. And team, we've got here a very, very special guest on the podcast today. We have Mr. Ray Schulte. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing great. I'm doing great, Coach. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. So for those of you who are unaware of who you are, I'd love for you to... So first of all, Ray is a big mover when it comes to the national. We have the national coming up, and I thought it'd be a perfect way to get our guests excited, but also provide them with a ton of information and background knowledge as to you know what happens at the national and, and what role you play. So for those of you who don't know who you are, do you want to just give a brief introduction for them? Well, yeah, it's it's uh, it, it's a long story, but uh, in a nutshell, basically, my background goes to New York. I was with a, a New York ad agency for a long time. I quit the job to start my own company to package ball players. This is back in the eighties. Yeah, um, one of my first clients was Don Mattingly, and uh, actually, I still represent him today. Uh, and I uh, picked up other clients: Steve Carlton, Harold Reynolds, uh, Alvin Davis, and a few others. Uh, through the 80s, and then I got involved with the leagues. I got involved with every league, the uh, MLB, NHL, NBA, um, and, and got involved with their, their events and put on the, we put on the first fan fest in Toronto, and I think I may have told you that. Yeah, you did. Um, and, and then from there, I worked with the league. I worked for the Major League Baseball for about uh, 12 years. You know, just kind of um, – uh, just being uh, consulted to them on the on the events, and my task was to bring in sponsors and um, uh, licensees and exhibitors, and we had we had an attraction within the fan fest, and it was great. And uh, I think that uh, that's where I got to meet a lot of the the people that are are in the in the hobby today, um, and I did that for all for four leagues, and and actually. Uh, there were two years when I did all four leagues in the same year. Wow. So, yeah, it, it was pretty amazing. It's a lot of work. A lot of work. And, yeah. and I, continue, I continue to represent players. Um, you know, uh, as we moved on, I, I started working with the Roberto Clemente family, their, their uh, state, and the boys, and Mrs. Clemente for almost 15 years. Um, I worked for Cal Ripken for 10 years, took him through the Hall of Fame. Uh, that was kind of my bucket list, my dream come true was to be able to take uh, somebody, especially his caliber through the yeah. Hall of Fame. I, was in, I started in 2001 and, and uh, took me right through 2010 and 2007 was the Hall of Fame year. Uh, so that was very exciting for me. I work, I've worked with John Riggins. I've worked with, I worked with a number of players, but along the way, I also became involved with, um, you know, corporates and the leagues and licensing and so I, I made a lot of good actually great contacts and then back oh gosh it's got to be about 13 years mike burkus uh, i was in cleveland and and i used to attend the nationals uh because a lot of my players were were involved and yeah and, and i wanted to know the category better and i i had an interest i, I love i mean i had so much stuff and, and i was trying to figure out what do i want to do with it i mean I, you know, I'd get baseballs, bobbleheads, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And, and I said, well, what do I want? What do I want to do? I just don't want to clutter up my, at the time I was living in New York in a two bedroom apartment. Yeah. 
I said, I just don't want to clutter up. So what do I want to do with it? And so I, I you know, I, I went to a, a couple of nationals and, um, and then Mike asked me uh, to come on board and he said, well, hey, would you be willing to, to help us in marketing and, and uh, communications and, and work with the, the mass media and work with the, you know, with, um, you know, the local markets. And I said, you know, that's, that's something that would be interesting to me. I'd love that. And, and, and it was also because I was working with Cal at the time or just finished Cal. And it was the first, the first one I worked with uh, was Baltimore. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah. So that was my first official national that I, that I oversaw from a media standpoint. And uh, that was a great show. That, that was a fantastic show. Um, and so that, that's kind of where I've been. And then I've been, I consult with uh, corporates and, and uh, I've, I've, I've kind of kept in it because I just love the community. I just love the, the personalities. Um, I, I love how, um, you know, they interact and, 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 uh, Throughout this time, I found myself. I, I found what I wanted to do, and you know, Coach, I always t- I always tell people it's all about it's about collecting. Yeah, you know, forget about trading cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. game used material, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's the collecting. It's the concept. It's the mindset of collecting, and that's what it's all about. My mother, my mother used to collect uh, spoons from different airports. And so when I was a kid growing up, I was going, Mom, what are you doing? I'm like, what, what is this? What, what? I mean, but that was her thing. You know, it was just a mindset that she had. And she was like, intent on getting a, a spoon from every airport that either she or her kids visited. That's and, so cool. And, and that made her happy. Yeah. And so I, I, I thought back to it and I said, you know, that, I get it now. I get it. It's all about kind of focusing in on something having a goal objectives and then going, you know, going forward, you know, yeah. and, and, and I look at it that, you know, people, you know, people will give me a baseball or give me a photo and all that's to me, that's not collecting. Yeah. You know, that is just getting great stuff that shoots you put in a pile somewhere or you turn around and sell it or whatever. But for me, it's something that you, you've got a game plan. And for me, a friend of mine in New York, a, a PR guy, who is actually the guy that uh, created I Love New York campaign. Really? He, for, for my birthday, he gave me a, a movie poster. And, and he said, here, you got you, you know, you, you got you to look into this. This is something I, I think is pretty cool. And I said, yeah, that's great. And so I did some research on it and I found out that basically, you know, how that whole process started back, just think about it, back like you know, before the 1900s, I mean, there was, there was like maybe a couple movie houses, uh, maybe two or three movie houses out there. Um, and to get a movie, you know, they had, they, they got the, the film, they got some beautiful artwork to promote the, the movie. Yeah. And, but in order to get, the next movie, they had to return all the posters, and in, in order to get it, because they had to use them again for for another for house. The following one, yeah. And and then you got you know thirty houses, and you got forty, and it grows. But they still had that mindset of having to give it back. Yeah. And uh, you know these were all hand painted; they were all beautiful. Um, you just couldn't mass produce this stuff. No. Yeah. Beautiful artwork, yeah. and so I started thinking. Well, you know what? 
that's pretty cool. That is a collectible. That is something that basically is um, is is something that you know there's not ten thousand of that's them. That's exactly it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So, but here's here's the thing about collecting. I said, okay, I'm going to get into this. I like it uh, and I appreciate. I love the artwork. Uh, it was not just something that was you know um, you know culture, but it was also I could I could put sports into that framework too. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, and, and so I said, all right, cool. I don't, what I'm going to do, I'm going to collect original movie posters, vintage movie posters. They have to be prior to 1960. They have to be sports related. They have to be in just U.S. posters. Uh, they have to be in pristine condition. Uh, and, and so I had all these guidelines and parameters like that I set up in my head. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I said, hey, now I'm collecting. Now I'm a collector, and and so that's what I've done, and I've I've done that since um, maybe the mid '80s, and and it's it, it's starting to take off. Um, there's not there's not a lot of people that collect movie posters, yeah, but but it is something that I've always I've always been fascinated by, and you know with with everything going on in the world today, to me it's like well it's it, it's 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 something that I can look back on and, and I can see I have them hanging in my wall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's artwork as well as, um, as, as, uh, you know, kind of a, a value to it. So yeah, th that's kind of where I've been. And, and, but I, <clears throat> I, I love just getting back to the national. Um, I just love being part of it. I love being part of the community. I, I, I like, I like talking to people. I like to hear about what they're what they're they're uh, all about. Whether you're an individual, whether you're a company, uh, there's so many new things being thought of, being you know released and um, and, and looked at. And and so I always thought that oh well, you know what I have a lot of experience with athletes. I have a lot of experience with corporates. I have a lot of experience with with collectibles and. So for me, this is kind of like the purpose scenario. I, I know yeah. how to, I know how to kind of relate to the mass media. Um, I, I know that you know, like this week, we're going to be coming out with something. We're doing a, a, a promotion with the Chicago Tribune, a meet and greet with uh, Freddie McGriff, um, uh, who's going into the Hall of Fame this year. We'll have that at the National. Um, we're doing you know radio with the ESPN. I mean, we're doing so many things. I get. I get excited about it. Yeah, that. exactly. I, I love yeah. putting together yeah. these these yeah. situations where it one, it can benefit, you know, us, the national, but at the same time, it just it gives me uh, a challenge and it gives me an opportunity to kind of put my my expertise forward. And and so uh that's kind of what I'm doing. I mean, you know, awesome. You, you put a lot of time into it, but it's it's all worth it. Yeah, I will say I've had this conversation with a lot of people. I just think that everyone collects something, you know, like if you go mm -hmm. far back enough, whether it's shoes, whether it's shirts, whether and like sometimes you don't mm -hmm. even do it consciously. And I think that, you know, when you get caught up in this rat race, it's like, you know, go to work, pay bills, come home. You have to find little instances of joy. And it's almost like you're unlocking like a little mini scavenger hunt throughout the course of life. You know, you, you mentioned how you started this, uh, the vintage movie collecting poster or the, the vintage movie poster collecting. There you go. 
uh, real roughly in the 80s. Like we're talking about something that's that's been the last 40 years, just kind of at the back of your mind, everywhere you go, uh, every person you talk to is like, there's always like, a, I wonder, you know, where I'm going to find my next one. And I think that's, a, that's so important. You know, like I said, I, with the fact that sometimes it's very hard to see little glimpses of, of happiness in day-to-day life, you know, like, right. and so I, I think everyone collects, I think everyone should really hone in on their collecting. I think one of the cool things about the national is the fact that it's not just sports cards. Uh, although, you know, sports cards do take a, you know, we do mention that this is like the biggest for sports cards, but it's not just sports cards, right? It's, it, there's tons of collectibles of all different kinds. Um, and I, I'm curious to hear, how you've seen the national evolve over the time that you've been there. So, you know, think of like the, the first national you have, you attended or, or you had a, a role in, you know, how is that different than the one we're going into, you know, later on this month on the 43rd national? No, that's a great question. You know, um, when I was, uh, when I started the national, in, I think it was 2010 in Baltimore. Um, there was a lot of excitement because of Baltimore and, yeah. and uh, it was just it was just a good time, but uh, I give I give a lot of credit to Mike Burkus. Um, uh, Mike was the one guy that if he if he ever called me, it, I just run to the phone and pick it up. I mean, you know, I don't care what I'm doing, I run to the phone and pick it up because I thoroughly enjoy talking to him. You know, he kind of inspired me. Uh, he challenged me, uh, but he listened to me. And, you know, we had a, we had a great relationship. And I'll never forget this back in Cleveland. Uh, he pulled me over. We're at, we're at the show. And he goes, wait, we're going to try something a little different. And I said, what's that? He goes, yeah, we've got this uh, collector. We've got this like uh, uh, main stage area that we, we we're going to set up in a, 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 a breakers pavilion. And uh, he went on to explain it to me. I, I didn't know what it was. Yeah, yeah. Time. But, this was like this was what 2019 then yeah somewhere it was, yeah. it was in, Cle- it was in yeah. Cleveland I remember yeah. that and so he he goes to explain it to me and I said oh all right great well um, you know from that time until today it's evolved yeah and Mike was right he was absolutely right he planted the seed for the first couple of years it was good it, you know it wasn't great it wasn't bad it was good. And now to the point where, you know, we've got five days and, you know, the stage is like accounted for throughout the entire five days. Yeah. Unbelievable content. Yeah. Unbelievable content. And and, uh, it's just really exciting. And, you know, and I got to give a shout out to now uh, David Gelfman, Ripping Wax. Uh, He basically oversees the. the um, the Breakers Pavilion and the main stage, and uh, I work closely with him. I think Whatnot now is sponsoring it this year, uh, which is great. Uh, but it, that has evolved. That that's one aspect of it. The other aspect is that you know at the time, remember back then, uh, it it wasn't so obvious. But he said, "Listen, we're going to let every child under twelve in free." Yeah, and I and I think they may have been doing it like on a Sunday before that, you know, like on Sunday, you know, if you're under twelve, you get in free. Well, now he's saying every day, five days, you under twelve. So Mike was a visionary. Yeah, Mike understood, you know, that we needed to go in a certain direction. 
and the, and and the reason why he was so uh, you know respected and and well thought of was because he did listen. You know, he may not agree with you, but he would give you the time, and he wouldn't just slough it off. He would yeah. basically listen to you, and so uh, I, I miss that. I, I miss that uh, collaboration. Uh, but he he has set the bar to where you know everything we've accomplished, everything we've achieved is is kind of I throw it back to him. Now he would be the first to say, and I agree with him, where we are today with at, with the national, uh, a lot of it is is hobby industry driven. I mean, yeah. it's it, you know, there's no, no there's no magic that we put yeah, out yeah. there and, yeah. and, and to make yeah. the success. It's yeah. the hobby, and, yeah. and we're just like the caretakers, yeah. you know. Uh, and but there's but forty, think, there's forty plus years of legacy here, though, right? Like, so it's oh, like, yeah. yeah, it's hobby driven, but it's it's the foundation that was set, you know, for so many years, and you know, maybe some nationals weren't weren't well attended, and and like, but you like they stu- stuck it out, right? So that now we're here, and now we're, you know, the biggest venue that we've ever had for the national, correct? Well, correct. And, and let me just take a step back. You know, when we talk about the pandemic, you know, the shows prior to the pandemic for five days, we, we probably, and we don't give out exact numbers. So yeah. I'm, what I'm telling you is just my approximation. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the, uh, we do around 50,000, 50,000 attendees for the five days. Okay. The pandemic comes, everything shoots high. Um, yeah. And then we come back to Chicago. Now we have momentum going um, in Chicago anyway. I mean, the industry was before the pandemic. If people remember the industry was strong. You know, it was it was moving and yeah. it was getting you know better and better. Yeah. Uh, pandemic to me is like a perfect storm. And then after that, Chicago, we had just under a hundred thousand people. Wow. And, and and then we did Atlantic City and just under a hundred thousand people. So the 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 numbers have just skyrocketed. And now because of the interest, the uh, you know we we normally go on about four hundred thousand square feet uh, venue. Now it's up to six hundred thousand square feet in Chicago. I, I can't even imagine that. To tell you How the big truth. it's going to be? Yeah, you know, exactly. I, I just I mean it's like. Go to four hundred to two, uh, and add two hundred thousand. That's incredible. And but we have a, the, the good news is that we have a great team. Um, you know, Larry Ross who handles our floor for and, and all the exhibitors know him uh, because he works with them when they load in, load out, and during the show he does an incredible job. You know, uh, Megan who, who handles the exhibitors too, uh, she does a great, an incredible job. There, there's some really good people that uh, that have been associated with the national, and and, and so for me it's easy. And, and you know, coach, you, you've been part of teams. You know, when you're when you when you go into a situation, uh, the first thing you need is you need to depend on your team. Yeah. Yes, you do. You yes, have to you trust do. your team. Yeah. And 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 I could be sitting here telling it's a terrible show. If I didn't trust my teammates, yeah, but because each of us trusts each other, we're able to accomplish that much more. We don't waste time. We don't go in wrong directions. We have each other's back. And and for for when you look at the national, it looks like it's humming. 
you know? Yeah. But it's because of the people behind the scenes that 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 understand and 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 want and have the passion to make this work and and, and be a success. Well, one other thing I just want to say when we're Go talking about the, the numbers, yeah. Um, you know, with the pandemic and just again, just with evolving, uh, we have seen so much more international interest. And I know being from Canada, um, we've talked about this. We've always had uh, attendees come from Canada. Yeah. We've always had that, you know, and, and, it's, and it's kind of developed to where now we're not only getting attendees, we're getting exhibitors. Yeah. You know, yeah. and we're and, and I know a only, trove of people that are coming from Canada. Yeah, like it's, and, and there's a lot of lot of exhibitors coming to Canada for the first time. Now, obviously, opening up another two hundred thousand square feet helps that. Yeah, but we are getting more exhibitors coming in from Canada, and we're also getting more mass uh, media coming in from Canada too. I've got guys uh, and, and and women coming in from Vancouver, from Montreal, from Toronto that want to be part of this. So. Uh, it, it has it has grown internationally. I, we also have people. I've got a group of a hundred people coming in from London. Yeah, 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 yeah. That I've, are coming I've, in. I've spoken a, to a few as well. Yeah, as a group, just just for the national. Yeah, uh, I've got people from Korea, Japan, Australia, G Germany. I mean, eh, probably about twenty twenty five countries that are that that I know of that yeah. are, that are coming. Uh, to either enjoy the national, participate, um, and, and and so you know the good, the great thing about the national is that the word spreads, and it's kind of like you know in our industry, it's the place to be. There yes. are some there are some fantastic shows out there, both regional and and local shows. I mean, that's popped up since yep. the pandemic. Yeah, and I always they always say, "Well, isn't that competition?" I said, "Absolutely not." No, no. Said, it's great that there are regional shows out there. It's great that there are local shows out there because those are the people that get to talk to the new the first timers. Yeah, know, the first time somebody wants to um, uh, get involved with trading cards or memorabilia or, or autographs. Uh, so for 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 us from the nationals perspective. That's great. The national is always, and it always will be unique in the sense that it's a place you you, you don't even need to, as an attendee, you don't even need to buy anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I've been trying to tell people that is that like you can just come and experience. Like you can just just fit, like just look around. You can window oh, shop and have an amazing time. I could, I listen, I could just go and just walk the floor for yeah. five days yeah. and have a great time. Yeah. Um, and just listening to conversations. And I, I think I've, I've told you this one conversation that I had that I overheard uh, a couple of years ago in Chicago. And I'll make it short, but uh, a dad was talking to a son, a 13 year old son. He was looking at a Mickey Mantle jersey. And dad was talking. He was so proud. You know, Mickey was my guy when when I was growing up. I love Mickey. You know, he's he was he's the best of the best. And the, and the thirteen year old looked at him. He goes, "No, dad, no, dad. It's Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge <laughs> is the goat, dad." And and you had to see the dad's eyes. He, he, and I and I got it. The first time that these two connected. Yeah. They connected over, you know, a sports memorabilia piece. Yeah. And but goes back to tell you, 
you know, what's our, our life is all meant uh, made up of memories. Yes, it really is. If you think about it, if you really put it simply, life is about memories, yep. memories we create. Yep. And that's part of it. You know, and to be able to take a memory that you created and associate it with a memory your son has created, that's that's awesome. I mean, that's that's what it's all about. So when I when I kind of moved on from that conversation, I'm going, oh my God. I said, this is a, this is what it's all about. Yeah. And and then then, you know, like in recent years, we're so we're so fortunate that now the female uh, collector has has really kind of emerged in, in a sure. big way. Um, we've got mothers, we've got daughters, we've got grandpas, grandmas. There's something for everybody at the show. And, you know, and I know you know this, but, you know, with the with the national, with everything going on, everything that's hot and, and, and must have, we've got the. Uh, you know, we've got we got areas that are growing like TCG. Um, yeah, oh, massive, we got, uh, massive. We got magic. We got uh, you know Pokemon. Yeah. Um, and so what happens? Pop culture. I mean, pop culture is is going to be huge at the national this year. Yeah. So what does that do? That that kind of gives that attracts another element, you know, of the family. Yep. And so really, I, I mean, I feel in all confidence, I you can sit here and say, hey we do have something for the entire family, you know? And so you don't need to come down and just kind of hang out. You can come down and, and participate, you know? And so that's, that's what I love about it. How it's evolved is it's gotten to that point where there's just so much going on. And, and I tell people all the time, I mean, each year, um, you know, there's about 10 or 15 people that I had like pre preset to meet at the show. And you never got around. I never yeah. I, just didn't either have a time. So busy. Missed each other. Yeah. Um, and and you, and at the end of the show, you say, Oh man, well, maybe next year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. For someone coming to the national for the first time, what is your biggest suggestion aside from just trying to like enjoy the moment? Like what what is something that's like a must see or must do, or like what would you suggest for someone coming to the national for the first time? Well, the one thing I would stress is be prepared. Yeah. You've got to prepare yourself for this show. You just can't walk in the door and just say, hey, well, just to add with this. You got to <laughs> really, you really got to think about what you what it, what you want to do. Is there something that actually interests you? Yeah. Is it Pokemon? Is it the trading cards? Is it memorabilia? And then, if, you know, figure out, you know, where these people are, are located. You can go to the, the Nationals website and you can, find out who the dealers are, the manufacturers are. Um, but if you, if you come in for the first time, come in, see the, the floor plan, wear comfortable shoes, comfortable clothes, because yes. you will be walking a lot of steps. Yeah. And, you might look and, cool in pictures, but you're going to, yeah. you're going to hate it like five, six hours in. Yeah, and don't think you're going to see everything in one day. I mean, yeah. the, the worst thing you could do is go in and rush off thinking you're, well, I see this, move there, move there, move that. Take your time, spend a couple of days, and and just relax and and, and talk to people. Yes. <laughs> this is the place where you can just go up to a stranger and start a conversation. I mean, all you have to say Well, because you is, know that they're there for like similar reasons. You know what I mean? Like you can't just yeah. go up to someone waiting for a bus and be like, hey, I really like sports cards. Or be like, but okay, buddy, like what do you why are we talking right now? 
right? Yeah, but anyone there, like you're pretty close. It's like there's like one degree of separation between you and a fellow collector of like a, a niche that you like. I was talking to some of the Chicago media the other day, and and I basically said, you just come in and walk up to somebody and say the Cubs. <laughs> and, and you'll make a new friend or enemy, but you make yeah. you make a contact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and you'll have interaction, and uh, and then that's fun. You know, that's fun. But you know, we'll have all the manufacturers, all the trading card manufacturers are there, all the auction houses, all the grading houses, 150 athletes, uh, super athletes at the TriStar Autograph Pavilion. There's yeah, I was actually there. just about to ask you about you know the the autograph fees are are. are pretty big selling feature for the national, you but know, which ones are you, are you most excited about seeing? I mean, Kareem's coming. I was thrilled about that. Yeah. Um, there's, I mean, there's one person I know um, that I'm, that I'm really uh, uh, excited about. That's uh, Angel Reese. Yes. Um, and it was funny because I'll post things on, on the national and all that. Yeah. And she, and she likes them. And it's like, it's almost like we have a, uh, communication via social media. Yeah, know? yeah. But, but you know, I've done I've done my due diligence, my you know research, and 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 what a what an athlete, what a what a human being, and and uh, uh, all facets of society love her. So for sure, um, she's got two million followers on Instagram. Anyway, so we're we're excited. We're going to do something special. We're going to do uh, a meet greet with her. Amazing uh, at the national. Um, but then you get all the, then you have all the guys coming in, you know, all the superstars like Dr. J. And yes. I can't, I can't see enough of Dr. J. If I saw Dr. J every week, that'd be great. You yeah. Know? Uh, Joe Montana, Mike Schmidt, you know, Jerry Rice um, too, right? Yeah. Jerry Rice, Mayweather. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just so many, so many, over 150 athletes. Now, I think this is the long, this is the largest we've ever had. You know, uh, years past we've maybe hit 125, but this would be 150. And and like I said before, the Tristar does it's such an amazing job, and because they do such a great job, is it, why we can get 150 athletes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, secure because that is not an easy job. No, especially because um, like every athlete has their own unique personality and even like schedule, right? Like there's like uh, and, 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 and agent. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and family and all that, and it's it, it's. Yeah. I mean, I always say I, I always say Bobby Mintz and, and Mandy are are two of the the hardest working people. Uh, on the show floor because uh, what they had to do in the back room, you know, when the players are signing the <laughs> behind the curtain before they come out to do the public signing, yeah, and then do the photo ops and all that and coordinate all that stuff, uh, it's fantastic, it's unbelievable, and they do it in such a uh, a friendly manner. I mean, certainly, um, there's there's nobody better doing it than they are, but. Um, and, and again, that makes my job easier for sure because I can trust them. Yeah, you know, I can trust them to do what I know they're capable of, and so that may, enables me to go on and do something else. Enables me to do more promotion, you know, and work with them to 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 maximize and capitalize on, on situations. And yeah, yeah, this year, uh, thanks to people like you who have who have come on board to to help promote the national um it, it's it's something it's the first time we've done this really and you know with you and um you know dr collectible and yeah. blake and, and yeah. you know, there's so many others that are 
you know, um, that are helping us. I, this really, this really gets the, the whole community excited. And not only excited, but you asked me earlier, like, you know, what to do. Well, with your help, you'll be pointing people in the right direction. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's one thing to pre-promote the show. That's awesome. That's great. But once you're on the floor, like you can point out and they have instantaneous social media so that people know that so-and-so's here or this is going on. Or, That's exactly there's it. There's a big break. Um, yeah. You know, and I work with all the, all the, you know, any, I work with any of the exhibitors who want to kind of uh, point that out. In other words, uh, you know, I work with Heritage. They want to, they want to do something. They've got something huge happening. I'll help facilitate that. You know, let people know about it, and 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 so on and so forth. So, um, it, 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 I would just I would just say pay attention to the to the uh, social media our social media this yes, year. Yes, yes, uh, because it's going to be huge, and, and uh, we are trying to give everybody a fair warning in terms of like what's what may happen, what's going to happen, uh, or if you're on the floor, check this out. That's exactly it. What are you going to be looking for at the national? Like, do you, t do you find that you you're able to add to your, your poster collection at the national every year? Like, do you buy one? Do you buy like how many, well, on average, how does the collection grow when you leave the national? Well, that's a great question. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I do, I do actually no buying or anything yeah. at the national. When I walk on the floor, I'm, I am, I am, I got so much stuff to do, you know, and even you know, I brought my, I, I, I don't think you've met my son, Ryan. I haven't, no, no. He's 13 years old. He visited me in Atlantic City a few years ago before this last Atlantic City yeah. for about an hour or two. And he kind of, he was taken in, not so much by the collecting, but, but, you know, by, but from the behind the scenes management. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And so, he asked to come back. And so he, he, you know, Atlantic City, I brought him last year. And or actually, he went, he went to one Chicago and loved it and met a lot of people. Uh, Brody, the kid, took him under his wing. Nice. And, uh, and he, so he came back to Atlantic City and he wants to come back. He's coming back again in Chicago. So he is, he is, a, he is like my right hand guy. In, yeah. in terms of, and, and I had the ability to, you know, send him off. He last time, in Chicago, I, I the HBO sports team came in, right? There was like like 50, uh, I don't know, there was like five or six staffers, uh, the anchor and all that, they all came in. And I just handed them off to Ryan and said, Ryan, here, take him here. And they held him. They, they, they were with he was. He's like your rover. Yeah. yeah. And, and at the end of the show, I'm walking by and 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 the, uh, the anchor yells to me, he goes, wait, hey. You mind if we take a picture with your son Ryan? And I look over there, and there's like seven or eight of them, right? And and I said, oh, absolutely. And so, you know, but to me, that's the most satisfaction uh, for me is seeing him evolve and him grow uh, to to understand and to kind of be part of a team um, and have that drive and desire to be the best he can be. Yeah. Um, and and so for me, that's that's where it is for me. The, 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 the posters and all that. Um, uh, I have connections for that already. Yeah. Um, and and I probably, you know, I've kind of laid off it for about six or eight months, but I'm, I'll get back into it. But 
you know, if I if I see somebody there with posters, I'll get their card and I'll call them later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll do it after. But, but there's there's so much to do on the floor. Yeah. I mean, there's there's so much that you and I when I go back every night, it's like, oh my God, I didn't really do what I wanted to do today. Yeah. You know? And and it's kind of like, well, you know, that's you know, you've got to really have a you know have a conversation with yourself and say, hey, you know, I did the best I could, and 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 it's never you, you're never going to have enough time. No, and you just got to accept accept it for what it is. You know, I find it really interesting that you've mentioned children a lot of times, uh, and how crucial or or the role that they play, you know, in the national, but also in the collecting space. And I think that's very important to talk about because, you know, as much as they do pull, uh, they do play an important role you know, this is the future generation. This, These are the people that are going to be coming to these shows later on. They also gain valuable life lessons from mm-hmm. coming to like a safe space where they, they can already connect with like another person, right? Like much of what you're talking about with your son. I mean, he's having conversations with so many people who otherwise might be maybe intimidating outside, mm-hmm. but in this space where you know everyone's in the same place for the same general reasons, you know, it's almost like a, a level playing field that you learn valuable negotiation skills, you learn communication. Like there's just, there's so many, you've learned the value of money. Like there's just so many positives for kids attending, you know, shows like the national, I mean, in being in the collecting space in general. It just, uh, yeah, when I was growing up, I had, I had a good childhood, uh, but it's kind of very, very vanilla. Yeah. It it was basically, uh, I went to school and, and I came home and played on the bikes and all that. Yeah, and, and and that was great. Um, but you're right, absolutely right. You know, with the kids today, it gets them to think about development. You know, you know, think about you know uh, honing skills. Yeah, and entrepreneurship. And I, you know what I mean? Do you know how many kids I know that are, I don't know, probably they have they have like tens of thousands of dollars in their collections from from trading up or from doing their research and and and. Uh, you know, finding areas of opportunity when, with, with, with the market. Like it's, it's wild to see some of these kids and how they've progressed in such short periods of time. Yeah, no, absolutely. They're, they're, they're developing. And, and, you know, the way I look at it, I hope that translates into their schoolwork. You know, I hope that they become better communicators. Uh, I hope that they get to the position where they can find happiness, um, but uh, at the, uh, on their terms, yeah. And so I think you're right. Everything, when I look at kids at the national, I look at them saying, wow, they're developing, you know, and they're learning. And, you know, and sometimes, you know, they, they not only see the good, they see the bad. Yeah. But hopefully the mom or dad are there to explain to them, you know, that side of it. And, yeah. and but for the most part, I think it's, it's great that they, they, you know, just like me collecting movie posters, I found, something that makes me happy yeah and something that you know that uh you know again it's it's uh, it's memories that i can look back on i know where 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 i got each movie poster i know how i got it and i think hopefully you know they're young now but when the kids get to be 18 19 20 they look back and say you know what i remember that national i remember that those deals i made i remember meeting these people and so yeah. you know, they, maybe they go into life a little bit more confident because yeah. they have skills that they they've honed as a kid. Where I didn't have that, um, and most kids in my age didn't have that you know, ability to do that. 
Yeah. Well, especially in, in like this social media era where, I mean, everyone's kind of glued to a device or a screen of some nature, right? So, you know, these, these in-person events I find are so important. Uh, you know, at least for me, coming out of COVID, uh, especially with like some of the regulations in, in Canada, it was, you know, there wasn't a lot of face-to-face contact at all. And we kind of adjusted life accordingly. And it became very normal to just not see your friends and mm-hmm. and like in person and, and you know, go out for drinks or go for food or, you know, go to card shows. And, you know, one of the things I made sure that when things were starting to open up is like, that's when I, I made a, 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 a conscious effort to, you know, travel to different card shows. And, and, you know, that's actually how you and I ended up meeting in at the Mint in, in Las Vegas, because I'm like, this, this opportunity was taken from me uh, and I didn't have it. And just the importance of like face-to-face contact with other human beings and, and just being in the mm-hmm. same room, like that energy is electric. And if you haven't been to one of these shows in the past, I'd highly recommend attending one. You know, perhaps the national is is the one that you should attend because it probably doesn't get any better than this, but just the emotion in there. Uh, it, it, I cannot explain so many people so excited at the same time. It is it's like being at a sporting event, except, you know, the entry fee is a fraction of the cost yeah. <laughs> and you're kind of all rooting for the same team, you know? Yeah, it's, it's almost like Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah. In, in the sense that you just go and you just kind of take it all in. Yeah. Uh, and, and for me, the kids, you know, I, I think it's so important that, that kids develop friendships at an yes. early age. And, you know, like you said, with pandemic, that, that kind of set things back. And so I see more and more kids becoming friends um, through social media, and you know, not and not only kids, but a lot of people, you know, through the pandemic and even last year, you know, you're on social media, you're connecting, um, and then all of a sudden they say, "Hey, let's meet at the national." And and so I've seen so many people who have been interacting via social media meet at the national and now they have a face-to-face so that you know that friendship takes another level i have a um, list like 100 people long where that's probably going to happen this national hopefully yeah. going to happen this national and i think i think if you you probably if you go to the national and, and and you meet a lot of those people it was worth it right yeah oh yeah I mean, when you look at look back on it and say hey you know that attending i mean that part of it was worth it and so but there's so many, so many things to go on, and and uh, I'm I'm probably more excited now than than I ever been, only because um, you know again it's a combination of the industry um, and also um, you know expanding for us to 600,000 square feet. Uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be huge. If there's one thing that you want our listeners to take into you know the the final moments of this conversation regarding the national if there's one thing that they, they should remember if there's one thing that they should look out for you know what would that be well i think you know for me i'd say just go into it with an open mind uh, go into it to, to just enjoy yourself uh, meet as many people as you can uh, develop um, connections that uh, maybe you could utilize later on you know later in the year um and, and and don't be afraid to 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 ask questions and get and be interactive and get involved. Take advantage of that because uh, you'll never see a situation like this. You, you you don't have this at regional shows. You don't have this at local shows. 
I mean, you have owners, CEOs, presidents of companies yeah. that will be at the show in their booth, and you'll never see that ever before, ever again. Everybody and anybody is at the show. And Mike Burkus had a, a saying, which uh, I always, I, I keep saying, if you can't find it at the national, it doesn't exist. I love that. And 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 I and, and I say that because you know if, if you have anything that's related to, in other words, you may have something handed down to you. You you know your your grandfather, or grandmother may have handed something down to you. You have no idea what the value is, whether it's authentic. You could come and for sure, hundred percent sure, you could find out it's authentic. You know, and here's the value, and you can end up selling it there. Yeah, I mean, where do you find an experience like that? So um, think about it. Just, uh, just it's it's an opportunity to kind of explore. It's an opportunity to 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 get educated and entertained. And uh, like I said, you'll never find an experience like this uh, any any place, um, especially the hobby. I love it, Ray. If someone wanted to contact you or or stay up to date with the national. You know what? Where can they reach you? Where can they stay up to date with the national? Well, they can uh, they can go to our website nsccshow.com. Um, um, if you need any information or you want to buy general mission tickets, and there's just another uh, uh, situation where if you buy general mission tickets and you and you're saying to people you're going to get there at ten o'clock. By the time you get off the line, it's going to be 11 o'clock. So take that into consideration. Get there early yeah. and beat the lines. Uh, we see that time and time after. You're saying general. if you buy them in person, correct? Well, uh, even if you even if you have them uh, bought online, okay. uh, the general mission lines are so long yeah. that you want to get there earlier, and you want to make sure because if you if you have your if you have your your day set out in terms of timing. You're gonna. You want to get there earlier so you don't spend an hour online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interrupt that time. Now the VIPs will get in earlier. Uh, VIPs uh, won't have a problem. But I think by this time we're sold out of VIPs. Um, but yeah, just get there. Get there earlier, and uh, then you can follow us on Instagram uh, at NSCC Show. Uh, we'll have some, you know, some great influencers like Coach. Uh, he'll be he'll be part of that, and all we'll weekend have, long, all week we'll, long, we'll have information. Um, uh, and we'll probably do some live stuff too. I hope, right, Coach? That's the idea, man. That's the idea. All right, I'm, I'm excited, team. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Cardboard Coach. As always, do not forget to like, subscribe, comment. Let us know how you feel about the national. Will you be attending? And uh, who you're most excited to see? All right. For now, Coach Co is out of here. Peace.